right, welcome to another edition of the Cup Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Randy Zellia from Back Sports Page. I'm Marito Rivera from Level One Games, right here. Look at it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And big guest today, M. Big guest. Dudes, chicks, listen. If you live in the Northeast and, and you've gone to any type of wrestling shows, you will know this name. From the PCA, he is your guiding light, AJ Pan. We are so psyched to have him on, and we had a great back and forth with him. We, we haven't had a manager on this show yet, and this is the first one we've had. And what's funny is that we were supposed to meet up years ago. Like I, 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 We run in the same circles, and yet I haven't met him until just now. You know? So it's pretty crazy. What do, you, what do you think about that, Randy? I thought it was a lot of fun. I think you guys are going to see how much fun we've had with them, and we hope you, you guys enjoy, uh, enjoy it and have as much fun listening as we did recording it. So, for, yeah, we, we're, let's let, yeah, we're going to keep it short. We're going to let you guys in. So uh, we we talked a lot. So enjoy. All right, welcome. welcome. To- ah, welcome. I'm taking it, Randy. See, we just <laughs> talked about this. Welcome to the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast today. We have the the leader. Could I call you the leader of PCA? Or the, the leader, guy that runs the CEO. The, the I, CEO. Right now, I am I am the guiding light. Your guiding light. The guy, so. the, come on, you just stole my next line. <laughs> I was about to say that. The guiding light, AJ Pan. AJ, how are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here with you guys. Looking forward to a fun time. Uh, just dealing with this pandemic, but. Trying to keep it pandemic and all this goddamn snow. <laughs> I'm over the snow already. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Along with everything else, we have all this snow. I'm over it. I'm over all this. Well, exactly. I, I got to tell you, the pandemic has, I think, had an effect on everybody. You know, just for, just for the record, just for the record, when this pandemic started, M had hair. Okay, now look at him. Yeah, it's the, it's the it's when I was 24, apparently. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, that was my one. Uh, AJ, um. Listen, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, brother. Um, if it wasn't for M and like Carlos and a couple of the other guys, like I think I'd probably still be watching and being like, you know, villainized for watching WWE all the time. And then like AW came around and 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 I'm just learning about not only more of the independence because I remember watching independence back in the day, uh, going to live events. But man, like it's a whole other world and it's 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 DIY to the uh, to the full effect being able to do it yourself and man just with the, looking back at your story and some of the things that you did and some of your accomplishments um you know the first question for my part is you know you went to la salle university uh how were you first off what did you study in school and when you graduated how were you able to transition from what you learned in school into the wrestling business um well it, it was uh, la salle academy so just high school i didn't really go to college i went oh, back okay. to work after high school so Okay. Uh, I just always been into, you know, since I was, uh, I want to say 10 years old, WrestleMania six was my first mania. So okay. I've uh, been into wrestling since then. And uh, I just really wanted to find a way into the business. So uh, even like in high school, I wrote for the uh, school newspaper that have pro wrestling articles every month and got readership up, uh, excuse me, readership up there. Uh, and, you know, with the high, I ended up on the high school yearbook. I tried to throw in little wrestling quotes and, little quizzes here and there so they wouldn't get, you know, principals wouldn't get, the dean wouldn't get too mad, but enough to get people engaged. And uh, yeah, just after that, you know, during high school, I went to a bunch of independent shows. I went to the ECW uh, arena a bunch of times when they were in Queens. 
So just even from there, I, I offered, you know, my, my help. I got friendly with the uh, person who was in charge of merchandising. And I'm like, is there anything I could do? It's like, if you want to help unload trucks, if you want to help sell shirts with us, more than welcome to do that. And that helped get my foot in the door. Let me ask you. So since we're on the top topic of you being young and impressionable, when did you decide this? Listen, I'm going to get in that ring. Because I, I don't know if Carlos told you. I, I trained a bit when, when we were younger. Uh, and I know that, listen, I probably you probably have been in front of like a million people compared to me. But it was still <laughs> such an adrenaline rush, you know. Like, I think the, the most people I had, like 150 maybe. And that was like a, on a big show. And of course, yeah. it was my first one. But tell me, like, when did you go, you know what? I see that guy over there bleeding because you were in the ECW arena. I see that guy bleeding. Somebody hit him with a Nintendo. I want to do that because you went to you went to be a, a pro wrestler first, right? And then eventually we transitioned into to the manager role and some commentary here and there. No, I was I always wanted to be a manager, so I started. I actually really? Started off, yeah, I actually started off ring announcing. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, ring announcing was besides doing a couple of things backstage here and there. It was it was ring announcing first. And then after a while, I was just like, can I have a shot at managing? I think, you know, I have, give me a shot on a small show. Let's see how it works. And of course, Carlos, a good friend of ours, Latin Rage. Yeah. Uh, he was the first guy I managed along with Mike Law, who's shirt you're wearing. <laughs> and yeah, and yeah, so Carlos is one of the, uh, the, original, the first original member of the PC. PC back then, now the PCA. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, I when I was young, yeah, I just, I always... After I, I, mean, I always was in a, when I was younger, I wanted to be kind of an like either a comic or an entertainer in some way. But once I saw wrestling, even just I want to do something in this. And Bobby Heenan, I, I became my inspiration. Everybody's yeah for managing. You're jumping ahead of me, man. You're taking you're taking all my questions. Like that was my <laughs> next question. Like, what are your inspirations? And Bobby Heenan was such like you don't see that, and that's one of the things that you don't see anymore. Is like the 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 role of the manager that it's been diminished over the years. Bobby Heenan is a perfect example of a quintessential manager like you think manager you think of bobby heenan so that you got some great inspiration dude yeah no so and that and his, com his commentary too so like yeah he could, and the way he like balanced <laughs> yeah. it i'm like this is who i could see myself like, i didn't see myself as wwf champion i saw myself uh -huh. as bobby heenan like talking for the big guys and helping them get over and doing stuff like that so you have, you have a favorite bobby dude, heenan line <laughs> Um, I, I a got friend one. in need. A friend in need is a pest. That's one. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> that's one of my go-to. and oh, and um, the other favorite is like when something's wrong, and it's like, hey, it's like, hey, you know, it could be worse. That could have been me. <laughs> my my favorite hey. two. My favorite two is my. Uh, I get a lot of fan mail. My, my, mail, my mailman is now hunchback. And then the other one, the other one he said is, if you listen to me, you go to the top. You don't listen to me, you never heard from again. Yes. <laughs> uh, could you tell me like a couple of places? Where, where did you start doing the commentary? And eventually you did wrestle, right? You, you were in a tag team. You, you won the championship. Yeah, I mean, it was a couple of, I was yeah, basically just thrown into stuff. You know, it's like comedy. But <laughs> I <never> turned, yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. So um, I started officially in 2000 so I, this year in september will be my 20th anniversary wow Jeez. um yeah uh, start of september God, uh, yeah <laughs> september of 2001 uh, i started offering announcing in the so coming um uh, iwf that was uh, like okay. yeah mike mike hazardous uh spiral all yeah. those guys carlos so started off there and yeah it's been going from there with uh 
from there, FWE, Family Wrestling Entertainment. I've worked yep. yeah, a lot of stuff with them, uh, ECWA, BCW now, uh, and a couple of others here and there. But uh, and, 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 yeah, in the ring, so uh, FWE is my first all of a sudden. So I got a call from, they, from, the, from Jordan, the promoter. And he's like, hey, so um, how did you want me in, 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 uh, in, in the Rumble? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, we care what a fun spot for you. I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't, <laughs> no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll make it, we'll make it work. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to trust you guys. It's like, no, we'll get input. For, like, believe me, you tell us what you're comfortable with. We'll work with it. So I'm like, all right. And yeah, like the whole day, nobody knew anything except I was, um, with, with, his, uh, with Jay Lethal. He's the only one I really spoke to because I had a spot with him. So I remember in the ring, it was uh, Charlie Haas and Eric Young, and they were doing an angle at the time. Like, they were stealing the world title, like, literally stealing the title from each other. So they both eliminated each other, and the ring is empty. Countdown goes on, and all of a sudden, my, my music hits. And everybody's <laughs> looking around, like, what, what the hell's going Like, what happened? So I look around, I start taking off my, my tie, my jacket, my, my dress shirt. And I have a t-shirt underneath, I have sweatpants under my, my, my dress pants, and I run into the ring, cheering, you know, yeah, I got this, I mean, nobody's going to stop me, nobody's in the ring, then Lethal's music hits, and I'm like, <laughs> you should have done a lawler just hide underneath the ring uh, you, you mentioned F, FWE and uh, you had a lot of hats there you were a talent agent you were, uh, you were doing some booking uh, and doing handling media relations was it difficult and as well as doing some announcing there was it difficult to sort of have multiple roles and you know at some points have to work with talent and then also have to work with the media and doing some commentary you had a, a lot of hats which a lot of independent people do how were you able to balance that what was the feeling do you ever feel like at any point with that type of with that many responsibilities you had to walk on eggshells um it was stressful at times um luckily my person well luckily and unlike some of my personality i just get very frustrated so i blew up even i love jordan to this day but we just blew up at each other a lot of times and but in the end we all knew we were working for the for the same goal to make the product better but uh you yeah, know there are plenty of times where He's calling me for one thing. I'm trying to put out two other fires. And he's like, listen, I'm like, well, you better you need to fucking calm down. Because I'm <laughs> doing this, right? And like, even the rest of you are like, you need to chill. He does a lot of fucking shit for you. Relax. <laughs> so, but it, it was stressful at the time. Yeah, because, and FWE was at the time. But we, I will say, I think we kickstarted uh, wrestling back in the New York scene. And like, we had loaded cards. Like, we weren't dealing with, you know, just the local guys. We had guys like, Carlito, John Morrison, um, Ivelisse Velez, Angelina Love. So dealing with all those personalities as well. And yeah, running around, getting media interviews into the show, then trying to get all the, what? oh, we have the, uh, we have the run sheet. Two days ago, nope, this all changed, this changed, we're doing this now. Sometimes at intermission, I would get somebody pulling me aside, like, so what are we doing in our match? What do you mean, what do you do? Nobody told us anything. So, <laughs> Jesus. so I'm like, we got five minutes. I got to run back. I'm like, all right, here, let's sit down in the corner and figure out what we're going to do. All right. But it was, it was, it was, it, well, luckily I was younger back then, but, <laughs> but it was, it was a great learning experience. It's taken me so much farther in my, uh, my career. So I definitely thankful now that I had that opportunity for what, five years. Was it difficult to earn the, the uh, talent's trust? With that in that motion, especially since you were also a talent as well, while handling behind the scenes, 
Yes and no. Yes, because I wasn't pretty much an unknown to the bigger, some of the bigger guys. Some obviously knew me from years before, like when I did stuff with ECW and at conventions, I was able to get friendly with a lot of people, but not in this aspect. But then when they saw how I handled myself amongst the other people who were in charge, sometimes when they were a little frazzled and I would come at you know them with you know more professionalism and clarity with certain ideas most you know a lot of times like too like some of them that's how i became an agent to start certain matches because they would like the girls would pull me over at some point and they're like can you we trust you can you come and help us with what we're doing here and that's how it grew into there we're like then anyway, it comes to me listen they, they didn't tell us what we're doing please help us with our okay let's let's sit down <laughs> and do this so See, and that's the that's the thing is that when you put out a lot of fires, man, you gain a lot of respect out there. Yeah. yeah so no, definitely. Well done, dude. So Thank one of the things you. I wanted to ask you, you're welcome. <laughs> one <laughs> of the things I wanted to ask you was PCA, man. Like, What is that? And who are the members? And, and how, how did you deal with them? How did you interact? And how did you feel about dealing with them? You know, like, because, you know, some people are easier than others. Uh, so the PC first started off as PC Pants Corp, and then it evolved into the PCA, the Pants Corp Agency. Uh, okay. Generally, I mean, it, it started as pretty much like a shoot. Like it's just people, I will start off with me and Carlos and Mike uh-huh. Law, because Mike, Mike Law was one of the first people I actually met in IWF. We were the idiots who were the first to the building at like 10, 11 a.m. standing there like idiots. But we became friends, and now he's one of my best friends to date. Um, but it started out like, you know, me, uh, me and him and Carlos and just guys who I thought were uh, overlooked, underutilized, and I wanted to help give them a voice and, you know, whatever little bit I could add to their talent that maybe that was missing, I would help, you know, either talk to management or, as a, you know, add to their characters. So started off with them. Uh, one of the first guys in IWF I fell in love with watching was uh, the late Spiral, Brandon Kaplan. Spiral was a very good wrestler, dude. I remember <laughs> Yeah, great wrestler and just so natural charisma. And he was just a great guy. But like seeing the way he came to do those moves, plus he had a character and just so much natural charisma, like to see that at that level. It's like, holy shit, like this guy is fantastic. And I would always just like talk to him briefly. I'm just like, dude, like you're like, this this guy's living for you, bro. And that's always like, why don't you go, like, yeah, why don't why don't don't you come out with me one day? Like, you should work with, like, yeah, dude, I would love for you to join a PCA. So. Uh, then it, <laughs> and then it just grew into which it worked. That's why I, I started. Then I it grew to an agency, so it gives me leeway when I have so many different members. And it grew to <laughs> so many and but interchangeable if I needed to be for different companies. So that is awesome, dude. <laughs> I, I I have to ask too. Uh, I know um, back in the day you were doing very much with uh, DJing and karaoke. Uh, how are you able to take those skills? and put them into the wrestling business. Uh, I, I, there's, I know that feels like it's, it's a lead into something else. You take that experience, learn to something else. Can you talk about that and how that, and then how that helped you? Um, I mean, I was still doing the wrestling at the time while I was, you know, uh, DJing and, you know, doing the bartending stuff and working at bar management and I think they, they go hand in hand. I mean, even like, you know, like I think it was, I read something not so long ago, Bubba Ray, uh, Bully Ray, what I said, said, you know, wrestling is going to be wrestling, and it has, like, it's basically the same elements of, like, rock and roll. Like, like go to a Kiss concert. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Like, they play this, like, they play, they play the same sets, but that's what you want to hear. And it's the same thing you want. And that's what, like, working at a bar. So it kind of goes hand in hand with, like, a wrestling, I think, of, you know, wrestling fans, wrestling persona. Like, you know, you have to project something. So, and, like, everything in good wrestling, you know, AJ Pan is an, ex, you know, extension. 
of who I am in reality. It's just I could turn it up and be more of an asshole. <laughs> but you know, yeah, that like that's pretty much me. So I think it's getting to do act do that on the side helped me get a little bit more comfortable too and try out some things there. And you know, I could let myself loose. As long as you weren't using the DJ gimmick, you know, you never want to be that guy no, you know, no. sitting in there and just you know, <laughs> trying to get the hands going and everything like that. Uh, <laughs> nah, that, that would be terrible. Like, After Jersey Shore, I did come to the end. You know, I'm Italian. So when I did have a I did one match. I came out with the whole green sweatsuit and the <laughs> headband. And everybody else is coming out. I swab doing punches. Yeah. I'm like, oh, have, yeah. a, have a Snooky look alike with you. No match, you know, Bob yeah. and Weed. So. You're going to bring the, the, the glow stick. That no, that no, that's too far. Can you talk about uh, the breed combination wrestling, the five barrel wrestling, and, and uh, taking over and doing some commentary role? What was it like having to tell the story of characters in the ring and, and you know, not being about you, but being what's going on in the ring and being able to tell that story as a commentator? What was that like for you? Was it difficult? making sort of that transition because you're doing managing at that point, but now you're doing commentary. What was that like for you at that point? Uh, Five Barrels was the main one um, that I just did commentary. I didn't manage. And once in a while I would host the shows when they didn't have a ring announcer. I said, well, I'm still a character. So can I host it? Like, yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, doing commentary. Like, again, like when I saw Bobby Heenan, that's originally kind of what I wanted to do more commentary. So uh, I took it as a great challenge and I knew a lot of people to begin with, thankfully who were on the card. So you know, I could bring in my past relationships there. And I also knew what they've done in certain other companies. So I could bring that to the table and help develop because that, that's a great, it's an unsung, I think, trait of a lot of co uh, color commentators and play-by-play -play people that they really help get the story across. And even certain people you, who may not get as much mic time or TV time, you could get the story from a Michael Cole, a Jim Ross, you know, you get to know these people a little bit better. So that's our jobs doing that. So uh, and help, you know, like put more impact on what's going on in the, in the match. So it was, I, I loved it. I enjoy, I still enjoy doing color commentary. Uh, yeah, it's great. To, and when you could be a heel color commentary, it's awesome because you could throw in, yeah, yeah, you, could, you, could, <laughs> you could throw in whatever and you can't get, you know, heat for it. <laughs> well, well, Dude, you know, I have a soft spot for he for heels, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's funny you say that too, because what is the, like, uh, one of my favorite Bobby Heenan lines was he was doing a Bret Hart match. And he had his brother's Bruce there. He was like, you had nine months to name a kid and Bruce was the best you came up with. <laughs> you know? My favorite Heenan is the is Royal Rumble when Flair won it. Oh, God, that was the, you know what? Yeah, and, yeah, and the yeah. Piper comes and that's my favorite. He's like, oh, you know, he no. He starts hitting the other guy. And yes, yes, it's a, it's a kill. It's always a kill. And then he gets Flair. It's a skirt. It's damn you. It's a skirt. <laughs> the way he flipped that in like 30, 45 seconds, I... No, no, it's my favorite line. And no, the, the actually the best line was it's halfway through the rumble. The boss man goes over top rope right before Piper comes up. You know, you just give it the flare now. Just give it the flare now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was an absolute legend, man. Yes. I, I cannot stress that enough. One of the things <laughs> I wanted to mention, and, and this is the, the the craziest thing in life, is that we live in this huge city, right? New York City. Yes. And yet we're we're separated by what six degrees? <laughs> what's the what's the what's the how's six it going? Degrees to go? six degrees? Yeah, right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna flash you back a little bit. All right. Okay. This is when I was still in training. I, I was a young, up and coming. I was gonna make it to. You know, I was gonna be world champion. And we had the opportunity. 
to meet a certain wrestler and yeah, I was going to go in there and not mark out, right? We all know <laughs> that M was not going to go and mark out. So we go in there and there was another guy. I, I don't know who it was, but he had long hair, right? Did he have long hair back there? Not at the but time, I remember. no. Not no. at the time, okay. Yeah, no, well, yeah. He had the, yeah, he had the DA still going. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so here we are. Back in what, 97, 98? 97, 98. 98, right? We're on Good Day New York. Yes. And we are at one of the gyms downtown. Whose gym was it? I can't remember. I know Richard was there and Meat was there. And then we finally meet the man, the myth, the legend himself, Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) (laughs) And then what happens? They go and they do a contest. And they, they, they do a contest to see who could do the best Stone Cold. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm not doing no Stone Cold. I'm my own <laughs> character. Fuck this. <laughs> this ain't happening. So <laughs> they, they pan to me and they're like, do your Stone Cold. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's happening right now. Like, I'm not doing this bullshit. But then they go up to somebody in this little chat. And what did he do? It's, well, if you want Stone Cold to continue doing things the hard way, give me a hell yeah. And you know what's funny? He won. <laughs> he won that, that that little contest. Yes, dude. What was good? And I and and what's funny is that we talk about this all the time. This is how small the, the, so, the yeah, world is. The world is such now, a small I'm gonna se- Yeah. So I'm gonna segue into something here because that, that that it was a long-winded story. But there's a reason. Is because there's a certain guy out there, and I'm gonna ask you because there's a lot of casual people that watch this podcast. They're not gonna know what the hell I'm talking about, but somebody out there had a problem with you eventually, and his name was Stone Cold ET. Now, <laughs> first of all, I'm gonna ask you to explain what the fuck a Stone Cold ET is, and then I'm gonna ask you to tell us what the hell happened with that said with, with, with said Stone Cold ET. This is the portion where I just sit back and watch and just. <laughs> Stone Cold E.T. by I don't know how people were bored one day and he just became a viral sensation driving up to Burger Kings and whatever and doing a Stone Cold impression with an E.T. mask on he was like, he was he was he was like kind of, he was superhuman maybe like five ten years ago yeah, that's yeah. basically the equivalent like he was just doing stupid stuff but it got over with some some godforsaken reason it really did and it got so big Jordan of course he's like why don't we bring him in? Like, for what? What are we going to fucking do with this guy? <laughs> and they're like, no, we'll figure out. I'm like, okay. And then, oh, we're going to put him in the rumble. What? Like, yeah, yeah but you're going to do something with him too. Like, I, you want me to do something with Stone? Okay. So, <laughs> so, so, okay. So then, day of the show, guys walking around, nice, super nice guys walking around with the mask on. And we're trying to, you know, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, even there, it's hard to kind of hear him through the mask. I'm like, uh, one of the other gentlemen that worked with uh, Conrad. I'm like, Conrad, come over here. I'm like, can we, should we do a test? Like, give him a mic, you know, before maybe we can cut a hole in the mask. No, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay. So it gets to the show time, and he comes out, does his thing. I got to give a shout to the gentleman who made the music from Alex Yang. Fantastic. You know, heard it. It's a Stone Cold and E.T. ET mix. Oh it's actually fantastic. It's actually really, really Tell great. me I could find that on YouTube, please. <sighs> You probably, probably can, I think you might be able to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look. Stone Cold, you can probably uh, find. I, I want to look that up now. <laughs> <laughs> it's surprisingly good. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes to the ring and he starts talking. I have the headsets on along with them, so I can hear what he's saying. I think he's talking clearly. Apparently, the crowd can't hear him. 
and they're booing him out of the building. Like 500 oh. people, yeah, are booing him out of the building. Still I'm like Wiley in my head, and I'm and I'm just so I'm trying to listen for my cue for when I have to interrupt him. So I'm, like, I'm not paying attention. Also, I take it off, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. When I take that, I hear the people start cheering. I'm like, fuck, isn't this? I'm supposed to be there, <laughs> but I'm like, all right, let's fucking. Do-. So yeah, I just get in the ring and I try to shit on him, like you know. Well, if you're gonna be Stone Cold, DT, I guess I'm Mr. I'm Mr. McMahon right now. And who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> so we get into each other's family, like, you know, you're not gonna come into you know my ring and try and win the title. And then it led into a whole thing. I brought in my guys, the extra guys who I signed, and he brings in uh, Malta the Damager and Big Daddy V, and it turns into a whole uh, yeah whole schmaz. And it culminated <laughs> at the Rumble where he stuns me and eliminates me. Oh, wow. <laughs> Dude, I've been, I'm not going to lie, man. I've been, uh, for a week straight since we set this up, I have been salivating to ask you about Stone Cold DT. Because <laughs> it was Carlos. I've never heard of freaking, you know, you, you Stone, never heard Stone Cold DT. No, okay. you, know who, you know who put me onto it? Carlos. Because he, he he's the master of inane bullshit. Yeah, and he's like, Yo, you got to watch this. Know that. And, <laughs> and he puts me on. And the fucking yeah. guy is ordering I, uh we have McDonald's. one last. Well, I just want to let you know, um, Carlos. It was uh, thank you for all these weeks of watching the show. I'm yeah, pretty sure this, this is pretty much gonna be the last one now that we pretty much ripped you apart on the show. Listen, <laughs> so, uh, that was that was a compliment. He does show me some crazy bullshit. <laughs> yeah, he's he's Wait, famous for that. Yes. What, what was his wrestling name again? The Latin Rage. This is the first time I've ever heard that that was his name. So that's oh, why we just, really I've never. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you the, do you know how? How, how much I made fun of him back then. It was I like, dude, you, you this, is like opening, this is opening doors for me right now. You don't know really how I would sit there and I'd be like Latin race, dude. You, you realize you are like the least Latin motherfucker I know. <laughs> yes. like, you are not, like you don't speak Spanish even. <laughs> He's like, no, but I'm Latin rage. I was like, uh, okay. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to find a way to transition back to what I had here. I, I think we're <laughs> yeah, we screwed up the whole no, interview. Like, like, the we, format, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once you hear Latin Rage, you yeah. got, you got um, everything goes He's going to be window. happy because we talked about him so much. <laughs> yeah. like, you have to understand, he's going to want this clip. It's going to be his phone ring from now on. He's, this is going to be on Instagram and, and Facebook. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, AJ, one of the things I, I'm going to transition to, um, something that like I'm very, you know, and we'll tell you, I'm very big with the business side of it and um, like behind the scenes, but one of the big things now is we were talking about DIY and we knew I spoke about this earlier was your merchandise. And for those who want to pick up an AJ Penn shirt, by the way, go to uh, storefrontier.com uh, slash AJ dash pan. Uh, you can get all merchandise there. There you it's go. Here Boom. somewhere. Boom. Get that, <laughs> get that plug in there. What was the decision to go with store frontier and not pro wrestling tees? I know a lot of independents like to go on pro wrestling tees.com. Uh, was it one of those things where it just, more comfortable doing your own thing, not being tied up with being lost in the shuffle because of all the different wrestlers on it. What was the decision going into that? Uh, to an extent, but more or less like at the time when I was starting up, uh, putting up a store, uh, just pro wrestling tees, they had uh, a rule at the time, like you had to have a certain amount of followers and, you know, through Twitter and Instagram before you then. Yeah. It was like a whole kind of, which I understand to a point they were just trying to, you know, streamline it at the time. They didn't realize probably how big they were going to get, but to streamline it for more of, you know, the bigger name wrestlers. And I guess they didn't want what, how, whatever their decision was, not my, you know, uh, to get into, but 
Yeah, it was. So I, obviously, I wasn't at that level being a commentator and a manager. So uh, I spoke to a few people and said, you know, who do you guys use? And Store Frontier seemed, you know, really good with their pricing. And it's pretty much, you know, I supply the design. They send it out. They ship it. It gets in, you know, got to people quickly. So same seemed good. But nothing has I went to the Pro Wrestling Sea store a couple of years ago uh, when I was in Chicago. So I still might buy stuff from them sometimes. So nothing against them. Just at the time it was just difficult uh, for someone like me to get myself on there where now it seems easier, but I'm just, I'm, I love storefronts here. So suck yeah, it up. you know what? I've, I've heard a lot of people say that because even it, it, I, I always bring this up and I feel like I'm the fucking, uh, the, the talk of shop mania guy. I really am. <laughs> but you know, like I saw Rory Fox on there and I, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get your t-shirt, man. And he, the only way they allowed him, I believe to get a, a, a t-shirt on there was because he, did it through the the major podcast major figure podcast yeah so it's like okay. he, he didn't even get it himself they had to get it for him yeah so yeah. i i did hear that something similar yeah i think it's easier now but yeah at that time it was just you need x amount of followers on twitter this amount on instagram and you know like a whole submit a pro- little proposal i'm like this is i just want to sell some yeah. shirts <laughs> yeah right <laughs> do you have your 90 90 page work papers for selling your yeah, right. on Rosa? <laughs> ah, i left two no. pages at home listen my question <laughs> is identification you need a recommendation yeah. letter <laughs> but who is looking at this like who is sitting down going hmm I see you only have 499 people on your, your like. Uh, I people hope it wasn't like cold. You. Like, yeah. <laughs> you needed 500, dude. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> Listen, Latin, Latin Rage said he'll get my, it was okay if I put my shirts on here. <laughs> Latin Rage said it was okay. Uh, <laughs> um, another another quick question, too, with the, with the business side. You also did uh, photography. Would you ever consider making that into your uh, – your thing as well in the wrestling business, doing photography and uh, sort of adding another dimension uh, for the DIY uh, I've part. Done, of it. I've done some stuff here and there, like whenever if it's needed too. If I have my camera or you know, I'll, I'll shoot some stuff. Uh, like one year, one show I noticed nobody was talking after right after like a BCW show. Nobody was taking pictures of our new women's champion that we crowned. So I said like, yo, got your idea. Let me snap a couple of pictures, and that became promo pictures for a while. So you know, again, like I've, we've I've taken many, many hats. So. Whatever's needed, I'll do to help out because in the end, I, I just want business to succeed. I want to help out fellow talent. So if one succeeds, that's I'm one of the rare ones, I guess. But like if one succeeds, we all succeed. So let's all try to make money together. That's, that's, that, that's tough in wrestling to get everybody on that page. <laughs> and let me let me say it again because I, I do this, especially with all the MD guys. Guys, if you love pro wrestling, if you enjoy it, go out and support these guys. All right. This is how they make their living. This is how it allows them to keep doing this. You don't make a lot of money on the indies just by going somewhere. Maybe you'll get 30, maybe you get 200, but you're not getting a lot. All right. So buy the t-shirts. I'm going to buy his t-shirt. So again, uh, guys, if I'm out there, rocking his, yeah, listen, if I'm out there rocking the AJ pan t-shirt, don't get jealous. You could have bought one yourself. I'm going out there. I'm spending my money. I'm voting with my dollars. All right. And I expect everyone who loves pro wrestling to do the same, support these guys, especially. And, and, and this is the next question I'm going to get into. So it's actually kind of perfect. We are in a pandemic. All right. Go out there. You need a mask. Buy one of their masks. All right. Buy one of their T-shirts. Go enjoy, man. So this is 
again, I'm transitioning into it. I hate using that word so much, but that, that's the only thing that I can come up with. So I'm transitioning <laughs> to asking about this. The, the pandemic, is, it looms large over us. It's the elephant in the room. Tell me, how have you, how have you dealt with it? And, and how do you plan on dealing with it in the future? Like, tell me about your future plans, because we all know the pandemic's not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, it, yeah, it's definitely been tough. I miss, I miss wrestling. I, you know, seeing, I just miss the shows, miss crowds, miss interacting with people. Um, it, it was you know, the first two months when nothing was happening. That was really tough. Like, I'm sure like a lot of people just got into a major depression. Uh, but after that, uh, I just took the time and, you know, yeah, like everybody, I saw like certain people, like I, you know, bought a couple of people's t-shirts. Then I saw other people posting. There was at one point, uh, I actually started doing a t-shirt challenge with, uh, Anthony Green. Because uh, him and him and uh, his girlfriend Ava Everett, they were posting all of his old school T-shirts that he they were he found while he was cleaning up. I'm like, dude, if you have some, like I have some, so let's let's do a little challenge, just for fun, <laughs> you know, post it online, get people to vote. So I started doing that. Uh, I started doing a show on my Facebook Live once a week, and just for, it was just fun for uh, the time being. And then it grew into you know doing an interview, you know, here and there, showing a match, and just then doing a live chat with whoever was watching and that turned into something to keep me busy it kept people who are not working and you know staying home for the time being, being engaged uh so some time doing that uh spoke with you know my fellow wrestlers and you know talents and what could we do you know it took the time to you know and then like you know for me revamping you know revamping the gimmick a little bit and you know fit in you know so the, the america's favorite agent maybe needed to sit back and reflect and realized that all along, he kind of was a guiding light. He's guiding everybody to greatness, guiding the overlooked and getting them <laughs> looked at, the underutilized, getting them a place on a stage. So all along I've been a guiding light and now I just have to spread that, spread the wealth and whoever wants a piece of the light, just follow it and I'm gonna help you. Listen, you can, you can also get PPE stuff. I just find that it's tax deductible. So you can start hooking them up yeah <laughs> at the end of the year you know like help them out too <laughs> I, I gotta we gotta work on that <laughs> exactly that could be part of your listen you're technically you're an agency so yes. when yeah. you when you fill those taxes would you listen, like to I sign got, us oh my god would you like to sign us <laughs> you can lead us to the promised land more followers more yes we're gonna work on yeah, yeah well, we'll def- I, ju- I just saw uh on the little thing i did on instagram uh kevin conley from entourage uh gave, gave us a repo so Oh, oh nice. awesome. dude! <laughs> thank you for that. Also, I did see it earlier, and yeah. I was like, "God damn it, he has a beard!" And I was planning the whole day. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get like a nice little cup of wine. I'm gonna have it next to me. I'm just gonna chill it." And then when it was like like nine forty, I was like, "Oh fuck, I ain't chill anything. Like I, I have apple juice. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you how have, cool like, am I, right? Let me let me let me do that and give a little preview and tag you guys." And tag them on it. So, well, what's well, funny is this will thank be, you, and, and then we'll tell you, thank you, by the way, but, and we'll be the tell you, this is the first time where I'm not like drinking anything during the show. Like, oh, oh my God. It's right one here. of the things that, to you guys. no, no, see, but <laughs> this is Randy. Like, he, he person be talking to me, he's like, boom. And all <laughs> you hear go. is like, gulp, 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 gulp. And we were talking to Thunder Rosa, and she's talking. <laughs> and Randy's here with his goddamn glass of water. And he's I'm just like, getting sauced. <laughs> no, just no. And he's drinking water. I'm wearing like, water. 
like 100 percent fucking h2o <laughs> yeah and he's just fucking he's gulping it he, and like not even like sips like not little like dainty <laughs> sips no he's like like a goddamn madman he's like gulp, 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 gulp. and i'm looking at him i'm like hey asshole like she's in the middle of speaking i can't hear because all i hear is gulp 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 <laughs> This is the one time he ain't doing that. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> um, I'm going to transition back to it. <laughs> See how he's using it. Um, Get the heat off of Randy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is my comeback right now. This, this is where we go home. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned before about uh, during the pandemic and social media platforms for uh, independent wrestlers. And especially since you've been on the administrative side, how important is it, even with wrestling coming back, with smaller crowds, is it for social media platforms and broadcasting platforms to get uh, organizations on there and for talent to highlight themselves on these social media platforms? Again, someone who's been in the uh, the managerial commentary and behind the scenes role, love to get your perspective on it compared to the, the wrestler's perspective on it. Uh, I think right now it's very important to make yourself prevalent on social media because there's nothing else going on. So don't out, you know, out of sight, out of mind. So if you keep creating content right now, get people invested, they're going to want to pay to see you when things are back, especially since they've been deprived for so long. So yeah, it's like, don't sit back, oh, there's nothing to do. We have enough time right now to create something. And a lot of the, you know, might not be, you know, the best topic to talk about, but like during the summer, I know that, you know, there was the, the Me Too movement finally had pro wrestling. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to get too much into it, but a lot of people who had top spots, guess what? They're gone. So it yeah. leaves a lot, left a lot open and it's kind of like we're working with a clean slate coming back. So now's the time. Get yourselves out there. Make yourselves known. Put up clips of past matches. Work on your gimmick. Get promos out there. Just promote yourself. And you're going to make yourself more valuable to promoters because they want to see your, your followers going up and your engagement. We're going to want to book you because we, yeah. we want people. And people are going to, oh, so-and-so's working here tonight. Let's, let's go see them. Let's go see the show. That I... I, to me, it's a no-brainer, but that's just me. Yeah. So I would say, just get yourselves out there. Try something. A lot of these, a lot of even your favorite people who are on TV now, somebody they try something for a couple of weeks, doesn't work. Sometimes it does stick, and it becomes one of the biggest things ever. Do Do you think yes. like like having the Twitches? I'm sorry, I'm for cutting off, but having right. ne having networks like Twitch and things like that would that be good for independent organizations to air their show live? So therefore, it gives guys more opportunity to work. Have uh guys be able to be doing some announcing and do some promotion. Do you think that more ind independent promotions should be taking advantage of those type of platforms to air their shows to help get more notoriety? Because you go to Twitch, type in live wrestling, all of a sudden shows will come up. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I think it's a great, yeah. Especially again, like during now, or even like, you know, a couple of weeks after the show, if you're not on like IWTV or any of those platforms, air it on there, do a live, you know, get one of the bigger, you know, the talents, to promote it he could do a live chat during it and yeah it's all about you want you want to keep the people engaged you want your fan base to know that they're valued and they they want to have a good interaction because that they're going to want to come back and they're going to talk to their friends like oh you know we were talking you know to uh you know darius carter he was doing a live chat during the show he was going back and forth with us we got to go check out a show next time it's there you know it's it, that wrestling especially in the indies that's the beauty of the independence it's the fan interaction that we get to be more, we're not playing to cameras so much. We're playing to the crowd. So we can get that immediate interaction. We can be more face to face with them and like point out somebody and, you know, like right where instead of, you know, on Raw, Randy Orton's just 
getting heat to the camera. We could pick out somebody in the front row who's, you know, got a horrible t-shirt on and, you know, got glasses on and doesn't, and we could, you know, pick on him and get the crowd either, you know, to hate us or get them to, you know, laugh at him or whatever. But that's the beauty of it. So yeah, fan engagement and yes, places like Twitch, Twitter, where you can engage, do live chats on, you know, whatever platform on Instagram, Facebook. It's, it's a, it's a no brainer, I think. You know, it's so funny that you mentioned like doing stuff like this during the pandemic. Cause that's how I started with, with Randy and our friend, friend Wayne. We were on another podcast reviewing AEW just because we had nothing to do. They're still going strong with their, uh, this not AEW anymore. It's uh, they do everything now. They even use Twitch, I believe, which is exactly what we're talking about. And that, that's how it is, man. You, you, first of all, we're bored as hell. We're yes. no, normally we're stuck at home. We're not going out. We're not drinking. You saw like the bars just started opening here in, yeah. in New York. What? what really? They're it? just Weekend? opening now. They're just Dude, opening. Yeah, now? they were. Yeah. They were yeah, 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 for in, yeah, in, last, last Friday for inside. Yeah, oh, last oh. Friday for indoor, um, indoor seating. Back it yeah. was outdoor, right? So yeah, it was only outdoor, and during twenty degrees, you can't you can't be doing that. No, yeah, kidding. you're not gonna have a beer. <laughs> Yeah, like see, people, Randy I is like, I'm like, never again. I'm not, this is ridiculous. Never I'm again. Not, <laughs> this is, I, I, I'm shocked. I talked to Randy. He's from Jersey. So he's oh. like, I'm like, Randy, what are you up to? I'm going to dinner. <laughs> I'm going to dinner every goddamn okay. night. I'm like, first off, what is this I, dinner thing you speak okay. of? <laughs> okay, first off, two things. Two things with this. One, I don't sound like that. Second of all, <laughs> <He does. laughs> second, second of all, you work in New Jersey and you have the restaurants right there. No, 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 no. I have de- – what is it? I have the um, – New Jersey's known for their uh, – what is it? Uh, I hate going to places like that. I'm not, I'm not taking so, the blame for this one. Uh-uh. Wow. No, 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 no. Come on, help me. The diners, man. The diners. I, oh, diners. I, I cannot stand no, – I'm from New York he, City. He First hates of all, diners. He hates them. Yes, with an undying, unholy passion. I, I, I'll come by the because I, they taste like nothing. Listen, I they I, are just no, 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 no. no. You find. Yeah, I've been to some of the best diners. Some of them are good. L- listen, first of all, you're, you're Italian, so you know what taste is. I'm Puerto Rican, so I know what taste is. <laughs> Randy does not know what taste is, so he likes diners. <laughs> I will not sit there and eat at a diner. I refuse. I might as well go to just get me some goddamn chicken nuggets at that point because uh, <laughs> that's probably all I'm gonna get at the diner anyway. If I had, if I had two good arms, French fries. If I had two good arms, <laughs> if I had <laughs> so it's the diner capital and it kills me because I, I work there every day, but I'm a born and bred New Yorker. Uh, all right. I was born in East Harlem. I've lived here all my life. This is all I know. So I'm I'm you, you want some Japanese, some some Thai food? Like we have everything here. That's right. True. That's true. That's we don't true. have to go searching. So he gets mad at me because I, I just won't no. settle for diners. No, no. Here's <laughs> here's here's the reaction. Hey, Am, I'm gonna go to the pump the queen. Want something? I ain't eating that. No. I ain't doing that. No, no, no. <laughs> no it's and, diner food, man. And, and there's no, no salt on it. No, no, it's no, like no. we're diabetics. Look, 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 ready? Here it comes. Am, you want to get some pizza? <laughs> this ain't New York pizza. I ain't eating it. <laughs> it is not New York pizza. That I'll, that, you that got I'll give him. I'll give him the other pizza. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What's, Look, I'll take the point, yeah. man. What's what's the what's the other what's the other? Oh, the, the water. The water in New York is better than New Jersey. <laughs> it is better. AJ, you know what I'm talking about. You yeah, live in New yeah. York. We have some of the best water, and we the do, water goes in the bread to make the pizza. Hence, exactly. New York pizza is better. Yeah. It's not my fault. I, I'm sorry to all the listeners from Jersey. I love you guys, 
but you guys don't have really good pizza. I don't care. You can stack up your best pizza against ours. It's not going to compare. I have We're to go with him on this one. I have to go with him. It makes him happy. Jersey oh, Wawa. I'll, give the, I'll give Jersey Wawa. Yeah. So you guys do have Wawa. Yeah. I love Wawa. I, I, I will concede one, that point. One yeah. for 64. I guess I'll take the one win. <laughs> hey, you got to take it, man. You got to take it where you can find it. Hey, AJ, this is the part of the show, um, real quick. We always say, if you want, uh, let's let everybody know where they can find you on social media and on all your different platforms. In other words, we've wasted enough of your time. (laughs) No, no, it's been a great time. I love it. (laughs) We actually had that little that little graphic that comes up saying we've wasted enough time. Time to plug. (laughs) I mean, we did spend too much time on Carlos, but the Latin rights, but we did, right? He's gonna he's gonna be like you bastards. <laughs> so so see Larry, we gave you a segment, all right? You got a segment on the exactly. <laughs> I just texted him too while we were talking. We're like, we're talking about you. <laughs> and then you're just like, what was what was about that time with that that girl and that other? Never mind. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that. that's that's the that's the after show after show. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you, you, you got to go on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, we can't put Carl's stories on air at the bars. So yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah, uncensored. <laughs> You'll get banned from facebook uh, <laughs> get banned from everything i won't go to, get me to go to bars anymore <laughs> but no we'll, we'll stop tell us where we can find you i'm sure most people already know where uh you can find me on twitter at under uh, aj pan underscore pca and on instagram at aj pan pc listen awesome. i want to thank you on a personal note first of all we finally met it's yes. been how many? 20, 20 goddamn years? Yeah, 20 years, yeah. years. Yeah, so it, it was about time. It was going to happen yeah. eventually. So yes. We got it yeah. done. That, that, that's yeah, another yeah. milestone. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we'll get, yeah, we'll get, yeah, we'll get a drink one day soon. Definitely, definitely. Yes. Yeah. And, we'll, and we'll hang out in an indoor bar now. Indoor, yeah, yeah. Because I ain't doing this shit standing out in the snow having a drink. Listen, <laughs> I'm I'm supposed to get a uh, an, a vaccination. So. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes, oh, I'm asthmatic, Randy. We t- I told you to do that. No, I got ago. so mad. Well, now New York just started it on Monday. Like, you could have done it in New Jersey. No, I can't. I'm not from Jersey. Yeah, no, yeah. They getting very strict about See? that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not. A, a, I got. A, 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 I got my first one done already. I got my second one coming next week. So. Yeah, not, and I got mad at Randy. I was like, "Wait a second. He should be yelling at me. I'm like, "I didn't do anything I wrong." I didn't yell at him. I didn't yell at him. I was I was just mad in general because the, what was explained to me was, hey, frontline workers, all these people, old people, right, yeah. and then find finally people that have shit lungs like me. So I was like, all right, cool. Like I, I can wait. <laughs> and then Randy's like, I am healthy as a fucking mule, and I'm gonna get one. I was like, what? <laughs> You better be riding a fucking ambulance, you know? <laughs> I had like this whole thing, like if they asked me because they're like, um, so what, you know, what's your, what's your case? I'm like, I'm, they didn't even ask me. They're like, okay, cool. I'm like, all right, cool. See, he cheated his way in. He was like, yes, I I, not, I'm, I'm an asthmatic. I did nothing of the sorts. Um, I autoimmune disease. I need that shot now. <laughs> I, 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 really, I really wish the show could have gone out on a higher note than this. Um, <laughs> uh, I outed him. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, AJ, thanks for coming on the show. Thank with you us. so much, dude. Uh, thank, thank you for having me, man. I had a pleasure right. doing it, guys. And that was a lot of fun. AJ was um, amazingly funny, loving talking Bobby the Brain Heenan, loved talking about the, the manager and the commentary role that he did. Just an overall great dude.
dude, I was popping at the whole uh, fucking uh, E.T., Stone Cold E.T. Come on. It's so funny because I saw that years ago. I had no idea he had like a little thing to do with him. And he and then he turned face against Stone Cold DT. Now that that's when I'm hold near and dear to my heart. And if you guys want to support AJ, definitely go to his uh, his store frontier store frontier store storefrontiercom slash AJ Pan. You can go there, support the independent wrestlers and the managers and all those who work on the independent scene. Uh, every dollar counts, so definitely help them out. Again, storefrontiercom slash AJ Listen, go out, get an AJ Pan t-shirt because, you know, again, I don't want to hear any jealousy when I have mine. I'm rocking it everywhere. So go out and get yours. Be, be as cool as this guy right here. And, of course, not only with AJ Pan and Damian Drake and Mike Law and all the great independent talent we've had on this show so far, but also follow us on YouTube. Follow us all over the Internet. We are on all the podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio Podcast Network, and we're everywhere. And give us a give us a good review. Give us a five star review. Give us a subscribe. And we're also on Twitter at uh, Cut Wrestling BSP, BackSportsPage.com, and where else? Hey, we're on Facebook, uh, the Cut Pro Wrestling Podcast, and Instagram, the Cut PW Podcast. So go on, subscribe, follow, like our stuff, leave us some reviews. Throw out some comments, man. Like, uh, get involved with the show. Listen, we're having a great time. We're just bullshitting together about wrestling. What's not to love about this? And also, you guys can follow me on my Instagram and Twitter at RandyBSP. And I believe, M, you're on Instagram. I am on Instagram. It's at RavingSkull. So that's my handle. And you can follow me there. I, I normally uh, am posting the exact same thing <laughs> that, the, that the Cut Pro Wrestling is uh, posting. And you'll probably get a picture of my dog uh, every so often or a meme about New Japan Pro Wrestling because I love them so much. <laughs> Special thank you to our producer, the guy who makes us look good every single week, Andrew Fumi. Thank you, Andrew. As always, he's one of our great producers. Guys, keep tuning in every single week. New episodes drop of the Cup Pro Wrestling Podcast. Thank you so much for giving us, making us a part of your week uh, here on all the podcast platforms. But for Randy Zellia Back Sports Page. And Marito Rivera from Level One Games, Ponte Plains, New Jersey. We'll see you next time.